The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. I would like to call to order the city council special special meeting uh, for Monday, May 2nd. Uh, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Garrett. Here. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Here. Council Member Jennings. Here. Council Member Kinez. Council Member Miller. Here. Madam Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you. And I invite everyone that is in the audience to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I have a second. Second. It's been moved in second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Council Member Jennings. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Miller. Yes. Mayor Garrett. Yes. Motion carried to approve the agenda. Thank you. Do you, has anyone heard from uh, Councilwoman Kness? Uh, no, I have not heard from Councilwoman Kness. Okay. I saw her earlier. She, I, she didn't say anything, so I would assume that she would still be attending. Perhaps she's just a little late. I didn't know if we wanted to do a motion to excuse. That's why I was asking. Okay, so we'll just wait. So first thing up is a public comment for items that's on the agenda. So that's anything that is on the agenda. Sorry. Hi. You see any? No hands on here. Oh, I hear something. Just checking to see if there's anyone that wants to speak about anything that's on the agenda. No, there's no way. Alrighty. So let's just move right into um, the action request for consideration of approval. First up is the approval of a plant Moran letter of engagement. I'm yeah, assuming that's you. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys want to talk? Um, I've asked for an engagement letter with Plant Moran to help me with some of the day-to-day -day operations, also to help with, they can't help with the budget at all because they audit us and that, but they can help with some of the auditing things that we do, and they can also help with the day-to-day -day operations. I am going to be going out um, <clears throat> for a procedure that might take two weeks to two months. They haven't given me any time frame length yet, so I just want to let everybody know. Yeah. So you're, I mean, and so I will be a medical it. thing. Yeah. And so I would like to get help and get the budget done or me work on the budget and have them help me with some other stuff so that when I do go out, but I also plan on still 
if I am out um, being on Zoom calls when it does come to budget meetings and things like that to go over things. So I will be doing that if I can. I personally think if you're going to be on a medical leave, that you're on a medical leave. And but that, yeah, somebody's got to explain some of the budget stuff. But you know what? That's what the situation right. that we're in at this point. Okay. And if you're on a medical leave, you need to be on a medical leave. That's okay. the right thing to do and take care of yourself because that's the most important. Yeah. But that's why I've engaged with them. So um, because we do not have anybody at this time under um, for the accounting position, we are putting it out. Um, we've I've had to change up a few things on it. And so we're going to put it out there again to see if we can get anybody in to work under me for that. Okay. So thank you. Yep. So so since you'll be on medical leave. I was looking through the, the contract and it says where it should be noted that at no time during the engagement, it's on page four. Do you want to make a motion yeah, first or do you want to discuss oh, it first? It. No, I'm I mean, sorry. you can do it however you want to, but I'm just asking, do you sure. want to make that motion? Oh, okay. motion. Uh, so I make a motion to approve the professional service agreement with Plant Moran, Plant and Moran, uh, for help with the listed scope of services in their agreement. It's been moved a second. No, go ahead. So since you're going to be on leave, uh, so who would, you know, necessarily step up? Because it says no time uh, will they be able to engage with responsibilities of making investment decisions, signing checks, making bank transfers, initiating ACH or wire transfers, or handling cash in any way. So how does that work? Scott and Susie are both on the bank account. They can both sign checks. Um, they can do wire transfers. Okay. Um, they have the key fobs that one can do a wire transfer, the other one. So, okay. and there is things like um, today, we just rolled over our tax system. So I have to get the tax system up and running. They have not given me a date of when I will start being off or when the procedure will be done. So okay. I, they said I could know maybe the day before. And I know we talk a lot, so <laughs> I, also you're the only one who knows how to do payroll. How does that work? I am the only one that knows how to do payroll. Um, I had said that people can fax or email me the information. I can stick it in it because ADP does the payroll. It's just putting in the information. So, and I am the only one on the payroll system. So that's not that difficult. And how many? And I know what you're saying, Miss Kelly, Miss Mayor. <laughs> but that is something that you know the employees will want to be paid. I know. So minor thing. Yeah, yeah. Just minor. Yeah. Um, and and do you have any estimate as to how many hours a week you think they'll uh, will need from Plant Moran? No, I don't. Just okay. it's it's going to be probably bank racks, um, just things like that. The common, you know, monthly stuff that gets done, things like that. That they can work on. There's some things they're not going to be right, able so to. they can't constantly. Uh, so, I know in the past we had some issues with like how much we were willing to pay for a contract. Is there like a cap or a set amount of money we're willing to spend? I or... haven't even thought about that at this point. Um, okay. But I wanted to bring it to you just in case it was over the 5,000. I'm hoping that it wouldn't be, but I don't know. Because they're, if you look at their rates, their rates are a little high. Yeah, that's why I, yes. I was curious. And I didn't know how long we would, you but, know, Yeah, But have, since they yeah. have done work for us in the past, and yeah. the person that would be helping me, I have worked with her in the past. Okay. And she 
is pretty good about doing these things pretty quickly because she knows what we've done in the past. So right, right. because I would be working with the same person. She's separate from the audit staff though, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. She's on a whole different they have a professional team and then they have the audit team. Right. So the, the professional can help with different things like bank recs, things like that. They cannot help with the budget. They cannot help with anything that um, the auditors will be auditing as per se. Yeah, but they bet. can work on fixed assets. They can work on the OPEB, the MERS um, calculations, things like that. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely get over $5,000. Will they be able to present to us, like as we're, as we're using them, of how much you know, we're spending like- I think, I think they can give us, I mean, cause they're gonna give us monthly bills. So I would be able to get that information. I can ask okay. um, if they have an idea when they're working on things. Also, um, what was I gonna say? No, I lost my thought. I have been trying to work a lot of weekends, my nights, um, trying to get caught up on things so that it's not gonna be a mess. Yeah, maybe, maybe too, given, you know, we meet every two weeks, maybe they could, they could coordinate providing to us their hours like yeah. every two weeks. So that way we we're, we're constantly abreast of, of yeah. how many hours we're, we're using. I can do that. Definitely. So will they, uh, do we plan on having them attend council meetings or no? Um, not really. I mean, uh, I would show them how to do the budget or to do the um, council reports that I do, or I can even show somebody, I could probably even show Glenna so we can go through step-by-step step on what reports I need to have done for council and maybe she could do them for us. Okay. So we wouldn't have to play paint plant brand to do council reports. I think Glenna would be able to do that. Okay. Would this be a good idea also to um, think about getting a temporary, um, temporary person in place too? We've Glenna. tried to get temporary accountants in place and it has not worked for us. No, I'm just saying it helps Glenna's also. Oh, um, it might be. But um, at this time, I want to see how far I can get before. So I, I mean, I will say, and I've said it to you since we've had this conversation offline, um, that I am totally against you being on a medical and working. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know what's going on and I know the best way to heal is to heal and not worry about trying to work. That's why medical leave is put in place. So you are off, so you can heal. And so I, you know, this is just- I mean, I can try to show people how to do payroll. They'd have to go under my name and everything. My it's just, we have to do better. We have to figure yeah. something else out. And that's, um, and that's why I was hoping to get somebody underneath me because Aaron used to do payroll. Aaron used to do a lot of the things that I am still doing right now because I, we haven't had that person. So again, just expressing, I don't think that that is, um, I just don't think that that would be. So would it's it be, the wrong thing to do, to be on a medical leave and have to work still. I'm so would it be possible for <laughs> you to train someone now to do payroll, like and report and let us know that you did do that? So, you know. I can try, yeah. But see, the only thing is that also they have to log in under Pam's name. name, and that's another issue, issue yep. um, with um, security in that regard. Well, can we trust one of you? And two? then that's also, <laughs> and then that's also a problem too, is with their um, with personnel information and things yeah. like that. Because I am the human resource person, so now if we had a manager, it might be a little different because mm -hmm. a manager could be doing it. Well, hopefully we can. You need a second person. So, like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's, like, I'm, I don't know that for a while. 
I don't mean to be so blunt, but <laughs> like we need to <laughs> make you, this. <laughs> She, she gave me a lot. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You, yes, we, no, yes, we need to have looking a... Looking forward to a plan for, for you to have help. I'll do the best plan I can. <laughs> well, and, and like Pam mentioned, we are going to be posting, we are going to be posting for these positions. We're, we're doing it. That's our, my goal is that we do that. This is that going to come yes, under your, no. your city administrator right. update? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll save it for right. right there. Well, thank you. All right. Any other? Um, go ahead. Um, I have was looking on the website. I think last week for the 2020-2021 audit, and there isn't anything there. Um, where where is that audit? Were there things that corrected from the previous audit? Material weakness and deficiency. The 2021 audit, um, I'm not sure if it made it. I know it's um, at the state website, but I'll have to check the city because I don't know if it ever made it to the city website. No, it, it isn't. Because I don't post on the city website at all. So who puts it, it on there? Usually the manager does. But I can ask Susie if she'll put it out there for us. Okay, because last time it was it was dated September 24th, 2020. That was if it was done in September 20. Well, this one wasn't done until November this last year. It was late. Okay. It was done really late because we had two of our audit team had left and we got two new audit members. So there was a kind of a changeover there. Okay. Yeah, I Can I get a copy of, of that, of the audit? 2021? Yeah. Or 2020. Yeah. 2020, 2021. Yes. Thank you. You mean 1920, 2021 or 2020? 2020 is on the website. Okay. 2021 is back. Okay. So may I ask, is that, I mean, is this what the uh, agreement for the professional services for the what we have on the floor at the motion right now? Is this in regards to that? Well, it's all related. No, no, this is, this is really just to do the agreement to put that in place, so. Okay, but I wanted to know what happened to the audit. Is, can you help me with this one? That yeah, we, we have a motion on the floor about the agreement, the professional right. agreement right I now. I guess this is just discussion that she's, Karen was just asking for a copy of something else that's not really related. It isn't part of the motion, but before I approve another expenditure, I would like to know what happened to our previous expenditure with Lant and Moran with audits. So that it is, it kind of is connected. Okay. This was asking. Is there any other discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call, Mayor, uh, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Councilmember Kinez? Yes. Councilmember Miller? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Councilmember Jennings? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Next up is the approval for the elevator maintenance expenditure. <laughs> hey, I like that. Go ahead. Yes. Before we move on, may I just 
point out, um, and, and I'm sure, not sure if all council members are aware that the draft budget resolution would be due under the charter time frame um, at May on uh, May 16th. Yes. So, and then as well as the public hearing by that date for approval by uh, June 20th. On June 20th is the date to be approval. I let Leanne be the bearer of bad news on that. <laughs> so, you know, be here. Yeah, yeah typically the sixth, the meeting before we push everything back 30 days this year, but the meeting before uh, council should receive the draft budget and pass the resolution scheduling for the public hearing, which this year the public hearing will take place on June 20th. So, just wanted to remind everyone of that. So. And then, um, Sam, you don't know when you're going to be going out either, right? So, no. But I will work extra hard on the budget. You said approval was by June second, right? June twentieth. Okay. So, uh, Madam Mayor, Council. Um, we continue to do work in this elevator. Uh, recently, May 12th, excuse me, April 12th, we had a state of Michigan inspector come in and evaluate the elevator. We were cited for two separate uh, violations, one being the delamination of the cabin walls in the elevator, which you have a quote from Cone 4. The other thing, the, the other violation was for uh, a discharge pipe that's running from the pit to a drain located in the elevator room, but it's running on top of the cement floor, which is cited as a trip, trip hazard. Um, we had Nelson Brothers out to look at it. I'm still waiting for a written quote from them. That's why it's not in the packet today. So the first um, item is the de delamination of the walls that cost is uh, $17,873. The second quote you have is, in talk with the state of Michigan inspector and telling him what we're doing and the upgrades we're making to our, our generator, he informed me that we would have to do some additional work on the elevator to bring it up to speed to run on emergency power. So if we plan on running that generator, excuse me, running the elevator off the generator, which we can do, the generator is powerful enough we're gonna to have to make a number of upgrades to the circuitry and the wiring and the control board. And that cost is $30,577. The $17,001 is the one that um, you have to do, right? Yes. And the $30,001 is um, based off of the getting the generator in place. Yes, the, the issue we're gonna have is that once the generator's up and running, and it's running the city. If we have a power outage, we're not going to be shutting down City Hall. We need to have that elevator be uh, running and operable. So it, it's an elective thing for right now, but obviously, once that generator is installed, we're going to have to make these improvements. And when is the um, installation for the generator? Did we get that far? Not that far. We just had uh, Consumers Energy was out and just ran a new three inch line. We have the meter and everything installed outside, and they're slowly uh, doing work waiting for the generator. We don't know when that's going to arrive yet. So today is the 17,000 have to. Correct. The 30 can be put on the hold. Yep. And like I said, I'll bring you the quote for Nelson Brothers when I get that. Okay. 
it, it can be put on hold, but it, once the generator is yeah. in, we have to do it because otherwise we wouldn't be ADA. Correct. And, and again, the, right. the longer we wait, the more, the more expensive, expensive it's going to get. So, yeah. Did they give you a timeline of when the 17,000 has to be complete? Complete? No, there's not a timeline as long as uh, I've been in contact with the inspector. Let them know that we have uh, Cone is doing work, that they've been out, we've gotten estimates. So, um, as long as I stay in contact with him and let them know that we are working on it, I think we'll be okay. Okay. And Cone is really the only, uh, is it the only elevator company that can do this? Or is it is not, okay. um, but we, we as you know, we did, we got three bids prior for the $20,000 right. worth of upgrades and we chose Cohen. Cohen does our monthly inspections and testing on the elevator. So it just seems to make sense that we just stay with this company. Okay. And this is on top of what we've already approved? The $20,000 already approved? So That's now correct. it's going to be another 50? Yep. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-story building if we don't have power we could walk up a couple of flights of stairs in the building yeah, 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 yeah. who's even going to be here if there's no power we don't have an ada compliant bathroom did he go in there yes, we do. Yeah, yes, we do. in the basement it's in the basement this building is backwards and I think we could do better on the interior of the elevator. That's not anything. That, isn't that, that seems a lot. Thing? Doesn't that help with the 17? The replacement of the walls, right? The walls are the 17, the wall panels. It's very specific, um, very specific material. And it's everything is, is guided by the state of Michigan. So when, when they saw cut the floor to reroute that pipe, we are going to have to have a representative from the elevator company to stand by while the plumber is in that uh, generator or uh, control room for the elevator. So it's very, very specific on what, what we're asking them to do. Did they show you samples of all this stuff that you're- Samples of the- Of the custom fabricate, fabricated Wilson art laminate. Do we know what it looks like? It's gotta be stainless steel. There's no other option. I have not- Stainless steel is and like this one is of from the most state expensive. of Michigan, right? Yeah, this is, I mean- the they just want to make sure I sent the violation notice to Cone so they knew exactly what we were speaking about. And this is the estimate that they sent me. Um, before we go any further, can someone make a, um, a motion uh, for this? I'll make a motion to approve the elevator maintenance expenditure. Second. It's been moved and second. Um, and yes, there's going to be some more discussion. Should this... Um, motion be separate though because we want to do the 17 are we making a motion for all of it oh my motion was for all of it yeah look we should change the motion right i'm thinking so. that it should be changed only because this is a have to and this is a once we get the generator or once we know when the generator even is going to be installed well again it's we don't know when it's going to be installed we don't know when it's going to come in but it's going to take time for these for the uh, elevator company to get these parts as well. Okay. So it'd be it'd be my suggestion that we vote on both of them and get the ball rolling um, because we don't know how long it's going to take to get all the wearing and the control panels and things like that. Plus, so. given the waste and then prices it, and inflation is skyrocketing on these stuff, we should lock it in now versus. Okay. Well, I mean, is there any further discussion regarding this? Seems to me we should get another estimate, but this seems high. 
Well, they they'll probably be the <laughs> the lowest bidder. Well, from, they might be, but they might the not. And then they're already going to work. Which might we, be why they're giving us a higher price. They think they've got the job locked in. Do you know well, how we, long it would take for you to get a, another couple of? Um, I can quotes? always try the issues getting them to come out since we didn't select those two companies in the previous twenty thousand. I'm not sure how willing they're going to be willing to come out here and do that. Now, I also talked to Cohen because we had a, just had a uh, an annual inspection or testing of the elevator, which was right around a thousand dollars. And because we are doing all this work and getting close, they knocked off a couple hundred dollars for the for the testing. It's an annual test that has to be done. So, whatever the council would like me to do, I can do. We have um, fifty thousand laying around to do a project like this, or is this coming from grant money, or what money are we this, pulling this from? I believe we'd be using the ARPA funds if, yes. if they're available. We, as we discussed, I think that was back in December. Um, we did. Uh, you may recall we presented several ideas. Um, council could decide to use the funds for the generator. Uh, the door lock system and uh, and the elevator. Granted, this was we weren't thinking the elevator was uh, going to be this uh, media of a cost, uh, but we have not. Or council has not allocated our full amount of ARP dollars at this point, so this would be a wise continuation of those funds, I believe. Any other discussion um, before we take, I mean, it's, I guess I'm just trying to hammer it home that the 17,000 portion is, we have no choice opposed to going to another company to get, um, to get quotes, but actually both of them, we really have no choice, but the 17,000 is the one that is being mandated from the state of Michigan to become, to have, to be up to code. Yeah. Can we see a copy of that? what they mandated for us? I mean, is that something we could also send to a couple other companies that might be able to, they wouldn't I mean, even have to come out. They could just see what the job is and give us a quote. Well, we can. The, again, the, the panels are actually plastic laminate or Wilson are plastic laminate wall panels with a brushed steel reveal, which would be around the seams. So it's, it's, it's from their standard color selection supplied and we're going to uh, maintain the ceiling and the floor. We're just doing the four walls. So, almost five grand a wall. And is there a timeline from the state of Michigan's um, request? No. no, as long again, as long as we stay in contact with them, let them know that oh, uh, we've that. got a I'm contract. Sorry. You know, that if again, once we sign this or something to that extent, then we can ship it to them and let them know that we've got a contract. So the last time our elevator was actually inspected by the state of Michigan was 2019. So. And we were fine so, just two years ago. We have barely used it because it's we've been on lockdown. And an inspector. Yeah, there's a bunch of new inspectors for the state of Michigan. Good Lord. So since there's not an actual timeline could we possibly 
hold this, this discussion off until we're ready to move on, like the generator piece or? I can't answer that. <laughs> I'm not sure when you'd want to talk about the generator piece, so. Mm. Well, generators in play. Right? Yeah, the generators in play. Oh, right, but I'm saying when, whenever you're ready to actually do the work to make sure the generator or the elevator runs, can we have bring this discussion back up? Well, that, again, just like consumers energy has already done their part here. I, I think it really needs to be a step-by-step -step process. Okay. And waiting is is going to do nothing but drive the cost up and delay and delay any type of uh, any type of cohesiveness with getting the generator, making sure everything's up and running and uh, ready to go. Well, I do know elevator requirements are very, very strict and very, I mean, I don't know why, because most other things in the state are not, but they are, and there's only a couple companies that even do the work and Correct. very, very strict standards and requirements. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's always a good idea to get additional quotes, but um, said it's a, such a very specific, uh, specific requirements and all of, all of that, but you know, I don't know. Which begs the question, how much is a new elevator? Sometimes you're just catching yeah. something together. Like $250,000, yeah, and that's like a cheap one, unfortunately. <laughs> For the one you need here, that's I, only going to I don't know if that's how much the, I, I just know that a new elevator's at a bare minimum 250,000 and probably closer to just curious. I've never shopped an elevator, but yeah. I didn't. You know, I you know sometimes we, sometimes we, <laughs> or can we find one on Marketplace? I don't know. I just, sometimes we, you piecemeal things and you end up getting a new elevator in the end anyway. I mean, how bad is it that maybe it's time to look for what you really need? We have a new building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And then again, that begs the question if we need a new building, why are we spending 50000 on an elevator? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Didn't you give us a roof that needs to be done too? Or did you get that done? Who talked about the leak in the roof? I mean, yeah. They're doing that? Okay. Hey, yes, you're correct. There's several facility upgrades that need to be yeah. done. We probably should get that list and prioritize them. You know, see what the what we have to spend on all of this stuff. Well, that's what the planning commission does with capital improvement plan. But it's also this situation is a little different because again, it was the state of Michigan that came out and inspected it and put this pushed it up our priority list. So, um, and hence the reason I know it wasn't a popular decision. But that's why I was saying, you know, the half to compared to, you know, what's coming down the pipe. Maybe in separating out, is it better to eat the element small bites or just the whole thing? But and I agree with you, Kelly. Also, I'm wondering, so we can just stay on one accord. Maybe we could ask the other two to come out and see what their price will be, and then come back during. Uh, if you can get them here within the next few weeks, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> to see like if they could come up with a with a big a quote and then we can possibly make the decision see the quotes make the decision on who we want to be the contractor and then do we want to do just the seventeen thousand first and then move on to thirty thousand 
or do we want to do both because we got a better price? I can make the inquiries. I think these quotes are only good for 30 days. So that's I mean to I mean not trying to really put extra on your plate, but you know, just to have somebody come out and buy the next house. <laughs> I can make the inquiries. <laughs> okay. Well, so how about we do that? I think that this needs to be tabled then. Okay. If there's not any more discussion, then uh, we can uh, do roll call. Roll call. Council Member Kinez. To approve this? No. Council Member Miller. No, we're delaying it, right? Yeah. Mayor Garrett. No. Council Member Jennings. No. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. No. Motion denied. So we'll just put it back in our uh, packet for two weeks. Do we have to go to the table it or? No, no. It just, it, you no, have to bring it back. So next up is the proclamation for the Mental Health Awareness Month. May is Mental Health Awareness, um, but I don't seem to have a proclamation in the packet. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> At the very end. Thank you. Nope, I stopped at 14. I, not, not calling anyone out. Anyway, um, the, uh, anyways, May is designated as Mental Health Awareness Month, and it was from the Oakland County Community Health Network that asked that uh, Lather Village uh, recognizes May as Mental Health Awareness Month. The one thing that I found very interesting, um, especially with COVID that has happened, is that it's more of our younger adults, racial and ethnic minorities, essential workers and adult caregivers um, have dis disproportionately have worse mental health outcomes, an increase in substance abuse and an elevated suicidal ideation association with COVID. Um, what really uh, got me, because I also did a, uh, I was invited to Phil Zone yesterday to talk about uh, from the Southfield Lathrop Optimist Club to discuss mental health is that one in six US children ages two to eight years old have been diagnosed with mental behavioral and developmental disorder. Um, and so May 6th is designated the National Children's Month, excuse me, National Children's Mental Health Awareness Day. And May 2nd through May 8th is designated as Children's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, Oakland County Mental Health Network is committed to being a zero suicide organization and cultivate a network of providers who are engaged in the zero suicide uh, philosophies. Um, now, therefore, be it resolved that I, Michael, excuse me, my, Mayor Michael Garrett, and members of the Lathrop Village City Council do hereby proclaim the month of May 2022 as Mental Health Awareness Month in the city of Lathrop Village and calls upon our citizens, public and private institutions, businesses, and schools to recommit our city and state to increasing awareness and understanding of mental illness and the need for appropriate and accessible services for all people with mental illness to promote recovery. Um, I think that this is really important that we all recognize this as, you know, I, well, I'm glad that we're recognizing mental health um, awareness month. I think we need to recognize it all year round because I, I believe more people suffer than they think they do. And as I've always told people, and I'm very uh, transparent about it, is that I lost my nephew to suicide in uh, 2014. And I will never stop talking about that because it is very important to understand it was from 
depression, you know, and not feeling like you measure up. And that is uh, something that is, it's, it's a terrible situation. Also from like, um, oh my goodness, can't think of her name now. Um, from the judge just yesterday of watching that and understanding what happened with that is very, um, it's too bad. And it's, it's really, it saddens me that people think that there's, they're not enough, but there's no one out there to support them. So it's very important that we, as a community, I feel that we support it. So I don't know if we have to uh, vote on accepting the proclamation or we just, it just, it just happens. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, if I may just to go along with this, I actually had a conversation with what, uh, Mark Watts, he's uh, Boys to Men Youth Foundation. Um, and he is, uh, he's gonna be working on a mental health uh, awareness day. I just asked the DBA to partner. Um, literally just talked to him like an hour before the meeting. So we're working to, uh, we're hoping to have something on May 25th. Some more details to follow, but appropriate that conversation for sure because also um it was averaged when i did some research on suicide it's between the ages of 12 to 25 that that's the age for boys to consider suicide on a thursday night is that not the weirdest thing so. well, it's good that we're doing it on there a way to put some stuff up on the website perhaps some links to organizations that can help Sure. I mean, if we're going to be part of this, we should absolutely take the charge. Sure. That's an awesome idea. And if anyone yeah. has any specific links, do you have any I will, specific links? I will. Feel free to send them. I sure will. Um, I can post them on uh, the city's Facebook page too. I, um, if you follow uh, Tom Watkins, who used to be the uh, chair or CEO of Detroit Wayne Mental Health, I can't remember the name of the Detroit Wayne Mental Health Authority. He has a lot of uh, information too. It's on LinkedIn, I believe. And if you look up his name, he has a bunch of things underneath that. And I can't remember the other ones. Kevin, I think Kevin's song, but I'll let you know. Thank you. Um, next up is uh, the Traffic Island right of way maintenance discussion. Who has that? So you may recall at your, I think it was at your last meeting, uh, I think it was uh, Councilman Lincoln has brought up the, the butterfly garden and the, mate, the okay. maintenance of, or was it you? I, nope, it no. was a uh, councilwoman. We all had a different we all, we all we had all. a different garden that we thought needed help. Well, so we, we did discuss at the last meeting then uh, how do we the right away right away triangular right of ways. Um, so I wanted to include this uh, continue that discussion. Um, I do have videos I can try and play for you. Uh, that would be helpful. So let me go into the uh, that is, did she take videos of the islands? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I was so going to say I drove around and looked at all of them yeah. too. So I, I tried to try to drive as slow as I could without messing up on traffic and get as much of it. So he just said on camera that he used his camera while driving. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't hear that. Five miles an hour, Scott. <laughs> no, that's he was in. Vehicle. You weren't driving, you had someone else driving while exactly. you were in the backseat. <laughs> ignore, the, ignore the side view mirror. I was reaching around him, the driver. That first one is the one that somebody posted on Quick Fix, Blackstone. 
Is that correct? So there are three of them. When we, I can't see the name of the one she's doing right now. Blackstone. Yeah. So this, this is Blackstone. So this one, this one was in the best condition <laughs> um, of them all. I mean, this this one doesn't look like it'd be too difficult to clean up, but. Hmm. That's what I understand residents are taking care of. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And also, it's still nothing has really bloomed yet. So, how can we right, really you know can't. what you're? Yeah, if you if you go there in person, you can tell. You can see that there's a lot, not in this one, but in the other one, there's a lot of dead trees, a lot of the trees that have fallen over or have fallen over, and then a lot of invasive invasive species coming up as as trees to be. Well, and it starts blocking the view of the driver. Yeah. Yeah. Out. Which one is this one? This is Eldorado. Oh, yeah, that was over, over by Panera, and there are a lot of dead trees in that one. And garbage. And garbage. When did you take these? Uh, this weekend. All right. So by this coming weekend, we'll see green and we'll be able to. Yeah. Like I said, when you're when you're there in person, you can see you can see what's dead and what's not. And there's a lot of dead stuff. Yeah. And you can see it's just you see all the trees broken off on the side. That one at least it's away from the road, so yeah. you can when you're driving, it's not so bad. Safer words for last. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen these? <laughs> yes, that's all bad stuff right there. Has the city started mowing yet? Thank you. At least on the first two, there's a lot. There's a quite a setback, but like you said, on the third one, there's the one coming up. There's no yeah, setback. Yeah, you, you. That's an accident waiting to happen. People are merging. And this one's outside. Of, um, this is the Red River. This is the one that's outside of the House in the Woods property. Yeah. This is the one that's right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And someone, on the side someone dumped a Christmas tree in there when I was driving around there at one point. All that thin stuff at the beginning is all invasive. Did someone take the limb down the tree, that tree limb that fell? Is that gone? I didn't know that. Oh, somebody took it then. Yeah, that's all invasive right there. I don't think I don't think they were it really it really looked like a lot of invasive stuff that's just been letting go for a long time and it's starting to grow into trees because they're so large. You know, lots of stuff about this thick. Boxhorn? Could be. Yeah. Some of it is. Yeah. So those are the three, I suppose the bigger ones. I know it's not necessarily all of them. Um, the last one. That's the piece that's right across from House in the Woods. Um, that's where the butterfly garden is. Um, the other one is um, Panera, the one over in that corner. Um, that one, and you can see in that one, it's really, really waterlogged. Um, Which one? The one over here. Behind Panera? It's not behind Panera, it's actually Oh, the Blackstone um, one? Not, well, well, I guess Blackstone's up, in, up there. <laughs> well, there's Eldorado. Yeah. Panera, which Eldorado is near Panera. Is Panera oh, I guess it's kind of near Panera. I guess I wouldn't call it by Panera, but it's yes, close to Panera. Yes, that's the one. So that one, um, that one is very similar actually to the triangular lot that's behind the church. The church. Which is wet. And they're both very, very wet um, at all times. Really, I don't think I've really ever seen. I've tried to go tromping around in there. Probably should wear better shoes when I go do it. But um, it's just wet. It's um, that is that's actually a developable piece of property that could be Eldorado. Yeah, yeah, probably get a yep. couple homes. You on could that. probably get a home on there, um, single family home, or do some sort of very small duplex, triplex type of deal. Um, but it's, uh, I, right now I believe it's DTW that maintains the, the mode grassy area, but um, nothing else beyond that. There's nothing else. I know that in years past, they have started when they start mowing these triangle lots, they do go start picking up the trash around them too because that has been something we have asked for that to be done because we have had complaints on the trash before, so. I guess, I, I mean, there's gotta be companies that specialize in maintaining this kind of stuff, I would think. I mean, is there somebody we could get out to give us an estimate of what they think we should do for those, those three properties? Well, I guess we're kind of, I mean, are you looking to see them cleared entirely? So they're just- No. Far, no. So they're just all grassy, I guess, what kind of, maintenance are you looking to do and are you looking to differentiate the maintenance on the Eldorado and the Blackstone one and do something different with the 
the one across from House in the Woods. I mean, um, well, the, the Dorothy Warren Park, they turned into a little park. It's got grass, it's got a bench, it's got a little garden, and it kept the nice trees. I would like to see those duplicated. Keep the trees. Okay. Keep some privacy. I saw the letter from the gal that lives mm -hmm. yep. in Blackstone. It looks like she doesn't want it clear, but I think we could make it tidier at least. Okay. More yeah. pleasant to, to look at. And she, they maintain maintain it as well. The neighbors over there, yeah. yeah. The, black, the Blackstone one looks like it just needs a little bit of TLC. Yeah, and, and, we that, and it'll be considerate fine. of that. We should be considerate of what the residents. Yeah. Oh yes, are the doing people who are around it. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, the other two. I mean, like the Red River one. You know, you're right. I mean, it could be another park or something like that. It, you know, in the El Dorado one. I mean, we could clean it up. We could. I mean, you know, you said you could get a couple houses on there. I mean. I don't really have a preference, but I mean, I think, or I have to think about it more, I should say, but, uh, but I think we've got options with that one, but that one's pretty thick and deep. Well, I so would I think we'd want to have, I mean, just council as a whole would want to have a more, um, more firm idea of which direction, like, do we want to just make them parks or we, instead of, before we start contacting companies to come in do something to well, it when we don't know exactly what we want them to do. And I think putting it out first. No, and I think the different. discussion has started mm -hmm. and maybe we have residents that would have a say or are don't in the landscaping business. Yeah, we discussed it, yeah. uh, recreation advisory. Yes, beautification, what recreation. What about the tree committee? Let's link the tree committee. Link to the tree yeah. committee. They're anxious Those to do some things. We don't want it cleared out like 11 mile in Santa Barbara. Like we don't, we don't want that. I think, yeah, you still want screening and privacy, but yeah. to look nice, not just all disheveled. Mm -hmm. Those have gotten beyond. Oh, I'll, yeah, I think you it's talk about, it out there. Talk about building, like, do they meet our, our building requirements? Are they the right size? Or is there you know, utilities there? Like what what is involved with opening that up to building, you know? I think step one is that you take it to the um, recreational advisory committee or the tree committee, take it there, come up with the ideas there, bring it back, let's talk about it. Just a thought on that. Um, you know, if you, if you were to go the route of a community like cleanup day, the corridor cleanup, you did something on those parts, I could mention the idea next time in the 46 district court the probation department is generally looking for community Land. service Land programs Land. so it would have to be something that would be supervised but that would be a good way for individuals that are in need of giving back to the community you know, you know, just a cleanup program maybe start with that I do, have a cleanup. I do have a cleanup plan for uh, that first Saturday in June so well, like I said that's something that I, I can reach out to them and see if that's something that you need to get some volunteers Volunteers. That's a good idea. Thank you. And um, just to mention, but I know that we have, and that was somewhere else that we were doing the butterfly garden, which was on Seraclet, right? Um, but I did, I had a, a challenge, a mayor's challenge from Troy, um, state rep, and it was to uh, have a to, what was it again? The proclamation. The monarch 
save the monarchs and pollinators. Yep, save the monarchs and pollinators. And so uh, I agree to it. <laughs> so um, either to keep doing Siracwood or what I was thinking again was the property outside of uh, the house in the woods. I don't know what that takes. I don't know what that looks like, but that would be. And I still think that you might like to do, or this is put together some kits too, like oh, yeah. kits. Um, and I'll be talking with the community, um, the community garden folks. Um, I can't even speak about what they're doing over there and their needs um, right now anyways. So I was planning to bring it up to them. Okay. That, but those would maybe like, I know butterflies, like I know monarchs, like milkweed. So I mean, maybe maybe one of those triangular lots. You know, we end up with like a big milkweed field. I don't yeah. I don't know what that takes either. But maybe that is milkweed. I don't know what's in that. It does look pretty when it's in bloom. Um, I mean, nothing looks really terribly attractive right now, right? <laughs> so, um, but maybe we could certainly add to it. Okay. Okay. So any other discussion around that? And moving on to city administrator update. Well, we gave you we, we did it. a good chunk of it. Um, so you know about Pam going on her on her leave. We are working really hard to make sure that those job descriptions for our open positions are nice and tight and they've got um, they, they say what we want them to say and have the fun job functions in them. I'd like to get them out um, posted this week at um, on the appropriate places. Um, MML, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a specific um, financial websites that we may want to um, post on for deputy treasurer account two, whatever we're going to call it. So I'm looking at that. Do you guys post on Indies or no? Um, we did for we did for the um administrative assistant position um imagine we can post it for um the accountant the deputy treasurer did the new person start the new person did start um she's here she was here today so learning and just trying to absorb a ton of information <laughs> so um the when is the trip the trip is uh, May 16th through 18th, 19th, something like that. Is there any uh, any more on the, the clerk? I know you, I think last time you said that there was a little bit of potential traction with the first candidate. I can't remember her name. No, I spoke with her and right now she's taking on another, another responsibility at her current uh, job, so. We can revisit that if it's still open in a couple months. She said after after the after, after the budget, budget period. Yeah. But hopefully yeah. we have something for us. And we've also reached out, we've started to reach out to um, regarding the elections specialist. Um, so I, I don't know if we've uh, there's any updates on that just yet, but um, we have reached out to the girl that was here last year to see if she was oh okay yeah okay okay was there anything else for sending the city administrators we we are going to uh, start the repairs on the bathroom in the basement on wednesday 
Okay. So we're moving along. Any, okay. any update on the mold? I'm sorry? Any update on the mold? Mold issue? It's all been remediated oh, yes. and uh, right. the repairs begin on Wednesday. Right, great. Susie, did we figure out what that drip was that she saw when she went down there? Yes, thankfully they were just twelve-year-old gallons of water that were up on the they were up on a top shelf, tucked away. I, they were eighty-nine cents piece. They're from yeah, two thousand ten, July of two thousand ten. Um, and they just they burst. <laughs> no, they just started. There's dripping. actually I can't find a hole. I have I I'm using them to water my plants that are in my office. It just it it just flows out it's like the plastic is now permeable like it's sitting <laughs> it's sitting in my recycle bin because that's the only safe surface i can put it on right now so so thankfully it wasn't solved. from the water it wasn't from the ceiling we had a small panic attack after <laughs> after you and i talked i ran down to go see scott oh let's go see so just and no mold around it no mold no no wet spots on the ceiling nothing just really old water so okay thank you uh, thanks for letting us know <laughs> um when we come to the part of public comment speakers are limited to three minutes this is when you can discuss whatever you want i think just to um keep it in order the people that are here can be first yes and then go to um on zoom and then if anyone has any correspondence um via their emails so does anyone here that would like to say anything? And if you do come to the microphone, you do not have to give your address unless you choose to. At that seat, sir. Good afternoon to all. Good afternoon. We started by Try it again. Good afternoon to all. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Not important for who I am, but I will let you know who I am and why I'm here. Not happy with being here. I'm here to address just one person because I don't like my name being thrown around in the city council of the city of Lathrop Village. And if you don't know who I am, you should find out and do your homework. My name is Rick Williams. I live on Metal Book and uh, I've been listening and watching Miss Miller. Mm -hmm. You've been throwing my name around like I belong to you and your family. And I do not like it. I am a retired union president for road construction. Believe me, I know more about roads than you would ever know. So before you started throwing my name around, why metal work is being done, do your homework. Keep my name out your mouth. Thank you. Uh, who is next? Hi. Hi. <clears throat> I, uh, Greg Ruvalo, 27641 Lathrop Boulevard. As a concerned citizen, I must voice my frustration for a variety of reasons. <clears throat> I'm here to note several facts that I'm concerned with about one of our newest council members and the amount of tax dollars she has cost the city while running for office and since being elected. <coughs> Ms. Miller's campaign promise was to be financially responsible. Today's truth is nothing but the opposite. During her campaign and since elected, she has cost our city over $100,000 and counting. 
Here are some of the facts. The city was forced to hire an outside counsel um, specializing in election law because she challenged the legitimacy of some filings under the 2021 election. This process has cost the city $23,000. The former city administrator resigned from her position due to Ms. Miller's interactions with her. The vacancy forced the city to hire a city administrator search firm. This is costing the city $24,000. The vacant city administrator's role has been divided between three other current employees. This resulted in a temporary increase in paying them. This is costing the city $60,000. Time, the city staff has worked to interview vacant positions, all whom have previously stated that she's played a large role in their resignation. In addition to valuable time spent on numerous FOIAs, this process has cost the city an unknown amount of ongoing money. One could argue that Ms. Miller is saving the city money because we have four vacant positions. However, the reality is that tasks are either being picked up by other overworked staff members or getting or not getting done and the result, the result, well, result is that the residents are suffering. This contradicts her campaign promise to increase city services. In fact, they're being decreased. In any company, if there's a pattern of four employees leaving an organization as a result of one person, that person would be quickly placed on a performance review plan or even eliminated from the organization. Finally, more taxpayer costs are expected due to legal fees associated with her court filing dated April 15th, Karen Miller versus the city of Lathrop Village, a sitting council member, one of our own, our elected officials suing the city she is elected to represent. Please remember, Karen, you represent all of the residents as well as your other fellow city council members. I want you to succeed and I want you to be successful. As a resident, I ask you to make the choice to be better and do better. Your campaign promise to be financially responsible starts in your chair. Please stop costing the city thousands of taxpayer dollars in unnecessary expenses. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to speak? Scott, are you checking another? Okay, yes. thank you. Hi, my name is Lee Mantinen. Um, I'd like to start by thanking Council for Sakinet for the email last week uh, in response to repeated requests from me and another member of the Recreation Advisory Committee to hold a meeting. Um, I have emailed her a proposed meeting agenda and I look forward to working together um, to support and expand on programming that is currently scheduled in the next few months. If we get started right away, we should be able to increase the number of upcoming events to benefit all residents. So thank you. Um, I would also like to request that Councilperson Miller be removed from the position of Southfield Public Schools liaison. I am a parent of a McIntyre Elementary student and a member of the PTO, as well as a resident here in Lincoln Village. Prior to Councilperson Miller's election last November, there were several projects in progress to improve the relationship between the school district and the city. I expected that the appointment of a liaison to the school district would have helped move these things along, but unfortunately, they seem to have been abandoned. I have been asking Councilperson Miller about the status of these projects and about what other actions she has taken during her almost six months as SPS liaison, as well as her future plans. In response, Councilperson Miller sent me two emails in which she failed to provide any information about anything she has done as SPS liaison. Instead, she insulted me and slandered both me and others. 
This is not the behavior I would expect from a government official who was elected to represent me, especially one who frequently states that she puts residents first. And it gives the impression that only certain residents are worthy of Councilperson Miller's time and respect. In contrast, in the winter when I emailed Councilperson Cantor about the poorly maintained walkways between the neighborhoods and the schools, he responded immediately and began to research the issue and work on a solution. When I asked Councilperson Miller about the grant that was in progress to improve residents' walk to school, she did not have any information for me. Councilperson Jennings helpfully stepped in to answer my question. I see now that instead of working on improving the relationship between the school and the city and putting all residents first, Councilperson Miller has been busy attempting to halt road improvement work approved by voters in 2020 and by the city council in 2022. I would like to see someone fill the position of Southfield Public Schools liaison who has the time and motivation to do the position justice and who is willing to listen and work with all residents. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to speak? <clears throat> Is there anyone on Zoom that would like to speak? Uh, there's no hand raised, but we did just have a couple individuals join us. So um, as a reminder for anyone on Zoom, if you would like to uh, add public comment, please uh, use the raise your hand feature. And we'll unmute you and get that going. No one, uh, no one is raising their hand now on Zoom. And there's nothing in chat. I thought no, I saw. Okay. Uh, an earlier message. Okay. Um, and then I had one sent to me from Andrea Bouchard. Um, I'm Andrea Bouchard, and I have been a resident of LV for over 30 years. In the last meeting, there was discussion regarding cleaning up some city properties, specifically doing a clear cut. The island at Wilshire was mentioned in this discussion. I was shocked by the suggestion. Our home is directly in front of this island and it was one of the main reasons we purchased our home. We love the privacy and beautiful scenery. There are also several beautiful mature trees on this property. I would like to see doing a clear cut of any property off the table and instead a discussion on how we can maintain and preserve these beautiful parts of our city. Thank you for your service to our city. And there is no one else that And then we'll go to mayor and uh, council comments. Um, I already said the uh, thing about the mayor proclamation of maintaining the monarch butterflies and pollinators, which I thought that was really interesting. Did you get more information from that? Yes, I did get more information. I only had a chance to go. Oh, you can just send it. If you want to send it to me, I can look at it. Okay. It was also this um, proclamation was where you could get the different uh, flowers that you can put in your own yard to attract the pollinators and uh, monarchs. And I have a really large place in my backyard now where there used to be a tree that I might have to think about doing something like that. So me and my neighbor won't watch each other watch TV. So um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm supposed to say, but I don't think so. So I'll give it to anyone else, anyone else. Um, I'll go. I just have something real quick. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, Pam, I'm praying that you have a safe and speedy recovery on your, you know, whatever 
you have going on will keep that private but um just and then just praying for that and then also just hoping that we can get that job posting out there and <laughs> that we can get the training for the the payroll this week Bam. and that's all i have thank, thank you, you. <clears throat> Do you all have anything? Can, can you give us the update on the proposal that we're going to be putting up? Just the time frame and all that? The ballot? The ballot proposal. So I did draft a letter to the governor and attorney general. I forwarded to Susie and Kelly last week. Um, they're going to get that out along with the completed resolution. That, uh, and, and Lena can chime in on this because she does a lot more of these than I do. But uh, typically, the turnaround time on that is, is usually, uh, I guess it's a lot faster now than it used to be. But, at least a month, maybe yeah. maybe longer. So that's why August 16th, I believe, is our hard deadline to get it submitted. Um, but I would encourage it to get out sooner rather than later in the event there are any revisions or comments from either of those offices. That okay. So they do have a procedure and it will go to the Attorney General for informal comments. And then if there's anything that needs to be revised, we need that time for it to come back. And so they're really... Um, very firm, the governor's office and the attorney general's office with their time frames and that they do will not review past a certain time. So it's good that this is moving forward. So we know it's been received and and then does it go back to them? It's been sent yet, has it? No, it's not been sent yet. Um, oh, I'm planning on doing that like tomorrow, Wednesday. I'm going to have one question for oh, um, the attorney. And then it comes back to you, and then it'll go back to you guys for revisions if necessary. Yeah, it come, it'll come back to the city with any comments, uh, or they may reach out to us directly because one or other committees reach out to the end directly. Governor uh, oh. number here. So. Yeah. Because um, so, was this resolution already adopted by the council? Okay. So and then what, and then if there are any comments or changes or requested changes, it will come back to the city council, and then it will be transmitted to uh, the Oakland County Clerk. So we did like, for instance, with our other community, there was something that came back because they're doing it in the, for their primary election. So this is August. So they're ahead of the time frame there, um, and it, there was something that needed to be. We just found out on Friday or Thursday, and fortuitously they were having. A regularly scheduled meeting this evening so they could do a new resolution and get it approved. So there are certain things that may not just be, we can't just fix them. It'll have to come back to you and we adopt another resolution. So, okay, thank you. Do you have anything else? Oh, no, that was, that was mine. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say congratulations to Southfield Public Schools and the University High School in Lathrop Village. Um, the U.S. News and World Report high school rankings came out, and um, the rankings are based on college readiness, performance on state-required tests, and graduation rate. And University High School ranked uh, among high schools in the Detroit metro area, they ranked number eight. In high schools in Michigan, they ranked number 11. National magnet schools, they ranked at number 90. And in national high schools, they are number 517 out of 18,000 high schools. So uh, they have a 99% graduation rate and a lot of good things going on over there. So just want to say congratulations to the University High School staff and to the school district and just need to get the word out.
I just wanted to uh, reference um, Antonin's comments. Um, this city council hadn't met with the school board since 2019. So um, I'm not sure what the procedure was with the predecessor, but there had not been a meeting. Um, Mrs. Manton did not share her plans with me, and I don't know what she was talking about since I only came on in November. Um, and um, I'm not exactly sure what she's asking me to do. I have reached out. We had a meeting. I was participated in a focus group. Um, if there are specific grants and programs that she's talking about, she can please share that information with me, but she has not. So. Uh, next thing is breakfast with the bunny. At the last meeting, a financial statement was presented and uh, that needs to be corrected. Um, the expenses were listed as $902.81 and they were actually $810.89. Instead of deducting my donation, it was added. Um, I also then after the meeting, um, I had a reimbursement check that I then return to the city. So the actual loss on the breakfast with the bunny was $377.64, not $622.81. And again, um, I think we did a pretty good job since there wasn't any support with advertising it or getting the word out. So um, anyway, so I will uh, present that for the record. And then the last thing, a um, couple of things that were mentioned. Um, I, I just wanna say my complaint filed with the circuit court. This is about everything that I've been doing is about spent the spending of taxpayer dollars without resident input or oversight. There are a few people making all of the decision. I've attempted to get information about the infrastructure committee since I expressed concerns about transparency in 2019. Um, so this was not something that was just out of the blue. I filed a FOIA March 31st. In that FOIA, I said that I hoped that we could work uh, to get this information. I did not want to have to go to circuit court, but uh, I mean, it wasn't threatening, but um, you know, I put in my FOIA request. I got a, a quote of $4,500, which is ridiculous. Um, redid the, or modified my request, asked for a requote, still have not gotten that. So today I went and paid $124.02, which is only half of it, to uh, gather the uh, information on the infrastructure uh, committee. So again, that was not out of, out of the blue. I have tried multiple ways, multiple, through multiple venues and uh, multiple ways of communicating. So, um, you know, I think that's something that people need to be aware of. The infrastructure committee made recommendations of over $30 million in expenditures um, with resident dollars. So that's my concern. That has been my concern. I don't know who the four people are um, that I'm supposedly responsible for. I absolutely was not responsible for Butts Along um, and some of the other, uh, I, gladly have a private conversation with you about some of the details about some of the things that you presented, but thanks for bringing those out and um, everything isn't always what it appears. 
I have a question though. So, and I wasn't going to say anything, so I'm glad that you brought it up. So you're saying that you did not want to go to third circuit court to, you know, bring this all up, but you do understand, you do understand that you are suing yourself and your residents because let me just finish this. Now you're costing the residents because our city attorney now has to take time to defend a case against a sitting city council person. So that is costing, you understand that it is costing the city. I just wanna make sure I'm understanding. I, I understand, but I've been trying to get that information since so, 2019. So uh, no matter what, and the fact that you don't get the information you want, what you can simply probably ask the people that are on the committee, uh, I, because let me finish, please, thank you. Um, you don't get the information that you need so then you go to court and sue the very people that you say you have at the top of the org chart, which you're again, costing them. And I just, I just wanna make sure about that. The other thing is that you're doing a FOIA and I want to ask how much do you think the citizens should pay for you to get the FOIA? Cause it's going to take you said eight hours or something. Was that eight, eight hours? 88, to get, 88 oh, hours. 88, 88 hours, hours. 88 hours to gather all the information. Well, they said 40 for me. For okay. 10 personnel because everything I have to make copies of that I have to redact. So it's going to cost us paper. It's going to cost me to redact this stuff. I'm the only one that can do it in the city hall because. But my personal. one thing is that it's yes. 40 hours out well, of your job of what you have other things to do. Yes. So that's, we're paying somebody to be here to do the treasurer job. We're taking her away from the treasurer's job to gather the paperwork for the FOIA, which is, you're right, absolutely. So how much do you think the residents should pay to get the FOIA together? Because basically the residents is paying her salary. So we're taking her away from her job. If I could jump to in that. that. That's why with FOIA, the the city asks for the anticipated cost, half of that up front. And, and when they do, if the requester does make that good faith deposit and it, it turns out to be less time or less than, obviously they won't charge them that full amount, but but that that is so that the, the, the residents are not uh, just funding these FOIA oh, searches. And it's not, and, and this is not limited to just Councilwoman Miller, this is standard practice for any, any FOIA that is uh, requesting a large mm -hmm. I mean, I paid for the FOIA for the, the recording of the meeting that was done in, you know, downstairs. So I understand about the payment for it, but I was just asking, what do you think is a, a, a good cost for the residents? I'm not sure because when I asked for this on December 6th, I was told I could have it in 24 hours, the personnel piece. When I asked for it again in December, I was told that it would be coming. And I was told it had to go through the mayor. Then Pam said at one of the meetings, you could just come in and go through the files. I'll take the stuff out and you can look at them. Then all of a sudden it became 40 hours at, you know, 60 some dollars an hour. So I, I really don't, I really don't know. I thought this was something that was simple. I don't, uh, as someone who has to vote on salaries and giving people additional money and and paying for additional jobs. And when the information that I requested isn't available. And then, you know, these accusations that people left because of me, I mean, just, 
Oh, so just sticking with the one situation, just sticking with the one situation I asked. I'm just asking you, how much do you think? Yeah, you should. Rich, that's a ridiculous question. I shouldn't have to pay anything. So no one should pay anything for FOIA. Say no one. But I oh, shouldn't you, have to. I shouldn't you should have just to not pay, pay for it. I shouldn't have to be forced to file. Well, I'm just FOIA. asking you this question, Karen, uh, because you did do a FOIA yes. that you should not, although it's in the law about a FOIA paying for it. You should not have to pay for one. I, mean, I just want to. Make, shouldn't have to pay I'm for one. I, I shouldn't have to file a FOIA. I should have gotten the information. But you did, and so now I'm asking it. you. I did not get the information. But I'm, I know because you did not pay for it. So I'm just asking. I'm really trying to understand. I'm really, really trying to understand okay. that one. Either you shouldn't have to pay for it, or what is a good. You're putting words in my mouth. It isn't that I'm I shouldn't not, have I'm to asking. pay for it. I should have gotten the information that I requested before we were forced to vote on. An additional expenditure of almost $150,000. That is what I asked for them. The other pieces, there's oversight issues, there's no checks and balances on some of the other things. I've asked for information since 2019. I have not gotten it. I sent emails to city council in 2020. I tried to remove it from immediate from the uh, agenda on in at our February meeting. So um you know if if everything is so you know being done according to the rules what are the rules i i don't see why a committee that recommends 30 million over 30 million dollars isn't uh doesn't have to follow open meetings act rules like that's that's, that's state crazy law. that's state law they're not they're not a deciding body they're an advisory committee uh, okay but so perhaps Council, the way it's you it's and the set four up. people sitting to your right are the ones that make that decision okay so that this body is subject to open meetings. Okay. Well, then I I think the work that's being done in that committee should be done in a different way and subject to the open meetings. So you don't like the response that you've gotten to your questions, and that's why I haven't gotten to... a response to my questions. I asked how, how what under <laughs> what authority? Ask the same questions over. Uh, because over. I and I have because I haven't gotten answers. Well, you haven't gotten answers that you like. I haven't gotten answers, Scott. I haven't gotten answers. Because what I think we've had discussed the infrastructure subcommittee repeatedly. Uh, no, well, not to council. the, you didn't we answer the, the procedure how they I, come into existence. That we I laid out the procedure there. and how they make their recommendations. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I've witnessed it. I, I, I witnessed it. So that's why I have some questions, and they have not been answered. And there's a person that's yeah, from so the infrastructure committee. No, I do not. No, no, I, 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 I know. You can ask him here. I'm not asked. No. Yeah, so I'm just going to make one statement on, on the conversation over there. Um, the, the the quote that, that was just said is that I've tried multiple ways and venues and attempted to get infrastructure information. That's a patent fabrication. Okay. I'm sitting right here three weeks ago at Panera. I told you the same thing. I said, I'm the one that they're going to come to to get that information. I have all that information. Show me an email that you've sent me saying, I want agendas. Show me an email that you said you want meeting notes. I haven't received an email, a request, a phone call, a conversation, nothing. So to sit here and say that that you've tried all these ways, your your, your infrastructure FOIA is five, I think it's five typed pages long. All that information I have, I've, I've responded to previous FOIAs on the infrastructure committee. I, the information was asked for, I gave it to the person. Um, so to sit here and say that you've tried, you know, all these ways to get information, 
You haven't come to the source, not once. I was at so the December 15th meeting and had some questions there and they were not answered. And then there was a, a secret signing done of a recommendation. Can you address that please, Scott? No, no, don't. No, I am, I mean, he's our city attorney. Great, I filed the FOIA, I paid for half of it today. I will wait for the information and then we can have a discussion yeah. if there are other it, questions. It's all political theater. That information is all there and you, you pretend like you can't get it so that it, it, it looks, yes it is. You don't have to take minutes because you don't have to follow the Open Meetings Act laws. You, you, you uh, send out emails to make decisions on $166,000 project. There aren't votes. That you didn't vote in public yes, at that meeting. Okay. Well, um, you had adjourned the meeting and then you went and got people's signatures. After we voted. I watched you, you do it. You didn't vote. You City didn't attorney, vote. Can you please address this? There was a discussion. I, I was Were you there? I you was not there. present. Exactly. But there was a discussion at the meeting. A, a consensus was made amongst the subcommittee members. And my understanding is that Council Member Cantor went around and had them sign off on that. So their recommendation based on the way their their position and one of those members did not if i'm correct one of them did refuse to sign that he wasn't there that isn't how it happened but okay that's, that's so exactly then happened. Tell, how did it happen yeah i would just like i mean the whole reason why i'm just i would like how to a recommending body had a secret vote that somehow changed the vote of the city council that's that's something i'd like to know right. how that happened well, he adjourned the meeting and then people came and, and signed it. We, we adjourned the meeting here all the time. And they, they didn't discuss it. what they were they recommending. Not really. There were people that were, were giving, uh, that had concerns about the whole program. and People, who, who were the people? The committee member, the voting committee members? Residents who were talking about And, and you were heard at that meeting and allowed to participate at that meeting as if you were a board member until you got disrupted. Oh, okay. Yeah. And at the end of the meeting, I walked around, I said to every single committee member, I said, is, we had a draft recommendation, asked each person if they agreed to it. They all said yes. We asked Michael Griffin to email his response because he was not at the meeting. He said no. People who said yes signed the document. Right. He, I think he had asked you to do a Zoom meeting and you wouldn't do it for him but anyway That's so not true, um but. and then, then i came up to you and said did you just have the the committee members sign yes in secret and you said yes and i said what about the open meetings act and i said we the open don't. meeting act doesn't apply right we're not an elected body we don't have to follow those rules right That's exactly okay, right well again 30 million dollars of expenditures um the the, the infrastructure 20 increase in our water bills the infrastructure committee can only do a recommendation to the council. The council is the one that made the decision just to make that. Of, of, the, of the $11 million that has been spent, $5.3 million were approved by the voters, not by the council, not by the infrastructure committee. $5.8 million were approved by the council, not by the infrastructure committee. The infrastructure committee is an advisory body that makes a recommendation. This is the body that has the responsibility for allocating and appropriating those dollars, not the infrastructure committee. Can I ask a question? Yes, I'm curious. Because I wasn't around when you started the committee. How did it? What what started it, or why did we decide we needed one, and what was what was the impetus for starting it? Same same thing, same same reason as the the, the cannabis, just to have a, a a body to do research 
and advise the council. It and was cannabis, it, it was infrastructure, uh, and it was the school um, liaison portion of it. Yeah. And were all of these um, like applications that yeah. like people, and who who selected? Committee the, members and stuff? As in all, all committees, the mayor makes the recommendation, the council approves. And how long uh, do the committees last? Because it looks, I mean, we don't need a marijuana study group anymore, obviously. So that just, they just dissolve? They just kind of dissolve, I think. Typically, what's the, what's yeah, the term? It's, it's, it's a year is typical um, under the charter. We don't have standing committees. Some some communities, in fact, that's why I was targeting tonight. Another community, they have a consultant review committee that I had to meet with prior to. So that's a standing committee. Um, but in, in Lakewood Village, we don't have any standing committees. They're, they're appointed on an as-needed basis. So the, the road and infrastructure has been a problem in the city for years. I mean, the deterioration of our roads is no surprise to anybody here, nor anybody listening. Uh, one of the biggest complaints that I think we received was flooding, sidewalks, uh, ditches backing up. So city council took the initiative and and Bruce, what are the statistics? But previously, I think we were paving something about a half a mile of road a year. Three tenths. Uh, how much? Three quarters. Three okay, so yeah, three tenths of a mile a year. I mean, at that rate, the city's road cannot be paved for 63 years. 63. <laughs> um, so, based on that problem, council made the decision to, instead of council doing all the hours and the work of meeting with the engineer and having just countless meetings. They recommended that the subcommittee do the, the heavy lifting of the, of the project and then make a recommendation to city council. And, th and that's exactly what happened with the, the cannabis issue when cannabis was legalized. And it was, again, recommended that another body do the research, uh, another group of individuals do the research for the council and then make a recommendation to council as to what their findings were. Uh, and again, for that, things that we were looking for were impacts on crime in the other communities. We didn't want to be the first community to open up a, a cannabis facility. We wanted to see how other communities were handling it and the impacts it was having in their communities before um, our community made a decision on, on how to proceed with that. So so those were the two probably largest ones that were created. Um, I'm trying to think in the past, but I know we, we've used subcommittees before for certain things. Um, planning commission uses them for the capital improvement plan uh, and then how how are they advertised oh. like like we're talking about maybe doing the parks would yeah. that be a subcommittee if, if no. council wanted to task a subcommittee with council has the ability to create a subcommittee for pretty much anything they want if they want a, a body of not only residents but uh, council members that have input on it uh, on an issue or investigate an issue more thoroughly they can appoint a subcommittee to do that in some communities, they have hundreds of subcommittees that, that uh, handle all of their day-to-day -day and then they're presenting uh, Projects. just reports to the council for, and then the council is, is the policy-making body, the action body, and then the, the city staff is who's responsible for implementing and executing that policy. So that's kind of how the big picture process works. And we, again, we haven't utilized subcommittees all that often in my tenure here with the city. Pam probably would know more if we have, but that's all I can think of off the top of my head is cannabis, infrastructure, uh, planning Except, commission, and then, yeah. or I'm sorry, CIP for planning commission, and then we did uh, building material. And even CIP, even the capital improvements plan and the building materials study group, those are both very specific to planning commission. Those don't have outside. And you do have people on those right now, or you, those are groups you're trying to get? 
Oh, those are planning commissioners on the buildings material study group. Oh, yes. And and the capital improvements plan. Those are only those are only planning commissioners. And what are terms for most of these? Planning commissioners are four-year terms. Four-year terms. What about like the other ones? Are they usually a year? The subcommittees are generally a year and they're generally reappointed at the beginning of every year. I think that's what we've done historically. And again, we don't utilize them all that often. Um, but no, oh, but we have a huge talent pool in the community and it's be nice to, if like we want to do a project, we can tap into them if we knew that that, I didn't know that was available. Yeah, normally, I mean, we do yeah, request to, volunteers yes, and, yes, and sometimes yeah. it's a lot harder to get them than, than you and, would think, but yeah. to answer your, your infrastructure question has been three years, pardon me, infrastructure has been three years and there, you go to the website, the city website and there are applications for all of the other things, but there isn't an application for infrastructure, so. Just wondering what's so typically it's is one with that. So, so what, I, what I started to say um, before I was interrupted was um, typically, um, you know, we advertise these in all the regular ways it's on the website, Facebook, and so forth. So, for example, initially for the infrastructure committee, I think we had five applicants for four positions. Um, one applicant had requested, um, I can't remember what the other committee or subcommittee or volunteer organization within the city they wanted to they put they put two infrastructure and one other one so we did put them on whatever the other committee was and took the other four so specifically so they're advertised via the and via who the decides website. how many are on the committee council yeah this council you just you can't have a quorum of city council on a subcommittee so that's why you know i, I believe there's only two council members on there were only two on the cannabis thing. There's only two on well, one, one, one on the committee, and then one serving as a secondary advisor. Well, yeah, on both, but only both. two individual right. two council people right. should be a part of that. But because they only like some have six, like the recreation, I that that keeps I've seen up to nine. That seems like a lot. I don't know. Maybe yours had what does infrastructure have five? five? I don't, so there, that's there's no, determined, there's, yeah, there's no that's limit? The, there's no uh, definitive limit or minimum. I mean, obviously you would want to have enough that you could have an open discussion and, and have some good ideas, but a lot of times the limiting factor is how many individuals are interested in actually serving. <laughs> right. and, that's right. and then that one application that's online covers all of these subcommittees. Yeah. I believe that, I, I'm not yes. with, but I think it is, yes, yeah, there's, the there's one way. application and it's got a bunch of check boxes for what you're interested in. Not interested. So, um, just to get back to what I was saying, I still would like to know, Councilwoman Miller, how much money do you think, or yes, how much money, or what do you think the fair way to get your FOIA taken care of, but we're removing someone from their daily position or their daily work? I already gave you an example of how it went from come on in and check out no, no. the files. You're, 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 that's not what I'm 40 asking. 40 hours. At the Kelly, listen, I'm sorry, your, your, your question isn't even No, the question is relevant. really good. No, it's really relevant because I would like for us to move forward um, mm -hmm. at some point and not have to go through all this. And the fact is that Mr. Rubolo brought up a really good point that made me start thinking about it is that there's a lot of money that's going on that's towards some things that you're trying to get done and my question is so we can get this corrected how much either a how much do you think you should be charged 
for 40 hours worth of documentation for your FOIA? That's the first question. A, for 10 or B, you should not be charged at all just because you shouldn't be charged at all. I, I'm asking. If I'm filing, okay, well, I'm answering. If we're filing a FOIA, If you're probably you file a FOIA, FOIA, you pay for it. Yes, but so I should what, not have had to file a FOIA. But for that's not the point. You did. It is, so it I'm is asked, the point. No, you did. It though, is and the I, point. It was a point of desperation. Okay, okay? so now you're desperate, and so you got a FOIA, and so now I'm asking you that you should pay for it. But I'm just asking, what do you think the price is? How much do the residents have to pay for the FOIA? That and I get what you're saying that you you asked for it before. I got it that you got to the desperate situation. But we get they gave you how much it's going to be the 40 hours to do it. And I'm just really asking for not That's 88 only. hours. And, and again, there the are total was not things. just the one FOIA. It was five FOIAs altogether. Okay. But it's still that's what the that's going to be taken right. away. And how much have, have residents paid for the 40% water loss that has been going I'm on? I'm saying since on one let's, let's, let's try to stick to one. How one much topic. have residents um, paid for all those? Councilwoman Miller, let's stick to one situation at a time because I'm really trying to get an understanding of the FOIA part of how much you should be charged. Because if you say you shouldn't be charged, I mean, that you're giving me an answer. I just would like to know what do you think the fair amount is because I just I would like for us to never talk about FOIAs again in your situation. I mean, I would like to get it resolved to be quite truthful. Well, it should have been resolved a long time ago. So, anyway, but it wasn't. So we're point. here right now. Kelly, so this is absolutely this? ridiculous. I'm sorry, but it doesn't seem like there's an answer. So I think we should adjourn the meeting and let's go. I'm so sorry, but let's please. <laughs> we're not going to get an answer. So. So he didn't do this, and you didn't get a second. Did you did you do motion? No, but go. go ahead. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Uh, before I get to the council conversation, the one the one other comment that I have based upon the conversation earlier, uh, uh, Elaine Mantina made um, council comments, and then Karen responded as if you know Elaine had not asked her any valid questions whatsoever, which again was not true. I could read the email if you'd like. Um, she sent it to me before the meeting. And I cc on. Yeah, and, and there were specific questions that were asked. In fact, should I read it? No, don't read no. them. No. No. I mean, you don't have to read it, but the yeah, point, but the, I, the I point is, 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 is she asked five or six specific questions. None of them were addressed. The response that she received was rude. And then she followed up and said that she felt that she was treated rudely, asked the questions again, and then would receive another rude response. She never got any answers to her question. So regardless of what happened in the past where she likes to focus, moving on into the future to try to get those questions answered and resolved and figure out what the, the plan was from the SPS liaison, all she got was a rude response. I'm sorry, uh, I haven't had any information given to me. Ask Ian what he did. I don't I don't know. I don't know what programs and what grants you were talking about. For um, Southwell Public Schools, and she did CC me on that email also. It's just, you know, I, one thing is that I'm noticing, and I'm just being very transparent, is that as soon as we come out of this meeting, as soon as we get off of camera, we get a barrage of emails, a barrage of things that most of the residents don't see. And well, I'm, send, I'm bringing it, I'm to, bringing it to light here because let's re, let, let's resolve it here. Let's let's be transparent for everyone. When is the last Elaine, time you got Elaine, an email? Elaine, I just got the, not 
from you. Well, actually, yes, from you because you CC me on it. Um, and the example that um, Mayor Pro Tem is talking about, Elaine, she listed questions to you about being a Southfield Public School liaison. She listed questions to you. The email that was returned was horrific to a, a uh, resident, it was. And then the next email when she responded was again, questions, specific questions about the Southfield Public School. Then your response included me in it and you disparaged me in that email again. And I had nothing to do with it. I didn't disparage you. My question you had it right here in the email okay, saying that she I called said, you. My question is about the progress you have made in the last five months as an elected official and the plans you are making as the liaison to Southfield Public Schools to improve the relationship between the school district and the city of Lathrop Village. I'm specifically concerned with the lack of marketing to residents and the poor quality and lack of maintenance of pathways between the schools and our neighborhood. <coughs> I'm also wondering if you plan to continue or expand on having SPS representatives attend LV events and on creating a partnership between SPS and LV Parks and Recreation. And which of those questions did you answer? What's your response? What are the questions? What was your answers? response? I didn't respond to this. You didn't? <laughs> you didn't? I'll, I'll read the response. Well, I said to ask the mayor because yeah, I was I just came on to I city council. Being productive, yeah. I don't even... and, and I can't agree with Councilmember Jennings that it, this is a conversation that needs to be had. It, does. Not, it, it needs <laughs> to be had in some sort of an organized fashion, and and that's and I've, I've mentioned this before. I mean, this is where we we discuss. This is where we decide these things. But let's have some structure to it. So, Councilmember Miller, if you have certain things you want to discuss as a council. You, you want personnel records, you want to know about job descriptions. I encourage you to make a list of the things that you want city council to discuss. If there's documents that are relevant in those discussions that can be procured from city staff and, and be put on as part of an agenda, an agenda, then let's have those discussions. I would also ask that it be kept somewhat relevant because you're not going to be able to go back and undo something that happened I mean, with with the election stuff. I mean, that that is water under the bridge. I don't see how anything is going to change. Uh, it, and again, I, under from my perspective, all that information has already been provided to you. But if there's a list of things that are uh, things that are bothering you that you want to discuss and you want council to discuss, please send them to send them to me, and I, and I'll see that it gets put on an agenda, and that we discuss it because this festering. Uh, picking residents to come in and speak on your behalf, and then other residents. I didn't pick anyone to come in and speak just, on my behalf. I'm sorry, and I that was not engineered. I had so nothing to do with, with that. Everybody with their cards and coffee points wasn't engineered. <laughs> What's that? Because that was pretty obvious that that was engineered. The what? When, when everyone came, came in with the note cards, the note cards. Okay. Coffee points. I, that, that was so really can, a, a funny thing about City no Council cards. Theater, wow. if that's what you okay. all enjoy. Yeah, but I would rather be productive and let's get to the business of putting the residents first and solving some of the issues. That, because there are, believe it or not, a lot of big issues that are still lurking out in the city that we haven't even begun to touch on. We're still worried about subcommittees. We're worried about other things that really aren't that important to the residents. But 
That's not, that's not. But we'll continue to be here, that's and, fine. And again, that's that was my push behind trying to get this ethics ordinance taken care of, because it addre would address all this stuff. No, it wouldn't, because there are ethical questions on some of the things that I've asked. So it-, it Again, it, such won't. as, please identify what we're I did, to I gave I so five, five pages. This I, is the, I, and, I and this is the reason why I brought these things up is because I know um, as soon as we walk out of this meeting, as soon as we walk out, we have a barrage of emails. I know, but this is and just, this the thing is about chaos. it. This is it's supposed to be our study session where we never get an opportunity to talk. And if there is something that we can discuss and resolve, I would love to resolve it because we talk about the same exact thing every single meeting, and then we get some new business in there. And so it is, and I agree with you in that write down all the issues. But when I just want to know when will it stop. Because okay. people and, keep bringing it up. Just Someone, you, just you. Just me. Just you bring, you Three just, people yeah. came and spoke this evening about me. Every meeting, Mr. Cantor has something that he's reading, an email, all of these things. It, it keeps it going. I just respond. That's they, all. They come from somewhere. These emails don't just populate in his inbox. Right. What comes from somewhere? These, these emails that he keeps reading. I mean, there's, these are... These are the same concerns. four or five issues that are disguised as something different. It's it's very clear that there's some personality conflicts on this. It conflict. has nothing to do with it, personality. But obviously, it does. It absolutely we does put it not. Us we it's about fiscal forward. responsibility. So I'm going to ask you again: if you have an issue, please identify what what is it that you're trying to solve, or what is it that you're trying to investigate, and then let's get the information, and then let's have a, a constructive controlled discussion about it amongst council and if there's action to be taken let's take it but if not let's put it behind us and move forward there are bigger things in this city that need to be addressed i mean there's the city is going through litigation there's commercial property issues there's unsold property that we still need to address i mean there's a lot of things there's cannabis looming on the ballot i mean there's a lot of things that that the city could be doing there's a lot of vacancies in staff that that could be filled there's a lot of things that that are not being addressed. And, and like the mayor said, we, we talk about the same six things over and over again and maybe get a little bit of new business in there. I mean, we're, we're in a position now where we're expecting a budget to be prepared in two weeks. How many budget meetings has this city council conducted and held? Oh, and that's also my fault? That's on me? Who calls me? Well, we certainly are spending a lot of time talking about four-year requests and Southfield well, Public it, Schools well, table clauses. I mean, we're spending time talking about silly things when this is what we should, this is what council should be doing. They should be prioritizing, identifying areas to spend money and, and assisting with preparation of the budget. It wasn't on our agenda. Yeah, it hasn't been on our There's, agenda. There were multiple requests for budget study sessions and the doodle polls that were sent out. And there were no responses. That's on this council for not for not scheduling that. I said and not I don't have time. But she sent out a doodle poll asking everyone to respond to that. So we had a specific date oh. that we could all come to. It's been for on ethics our, or for it was budget. a doodle poll on budget. this one. Normally the oh. budgets workshops start in February. I didn't get one for. Last week, asking everybody to please respond with dates. It was the first ask was for dates so we can do the ethics ordinance. Mm -hmm. And then I indicated that I would be pulling from those from the agreed upon dates to set budget meetings. Well, even before that, in March, there was, mm -hmm. there was one in, yes, there was one in 
Mondays and I added some Tuesdays into. And the doodle poll was on the agenda packet so that came out in the emails. From my perspective, that would, and again, I'm not on this body, but from my perspective, would be, that would be where I would be focusing instead of these other frivolous matters in my if everything was in great condition and I thought everything was running how it should be, what would have been the point to come on city council? Just to come on and be a yes person to everything that's going on and not ask questions? I didn't but get these are not questions. questions. These are not questions that are relevant right now. You're asking for something that we that the past is the past. I mean, the fact is to get some clarification, I understand, but the fact is is that we all came on council to make our, our city better. <laughs> Uh, and to move it forward, but it seems like we've stalled in that, um, that we haven't been able to uh, move it forward because again, we've been stuck on the FOIA's, the, the Southfield public school situation, um, what, what the elections, the, the fact is that we don't have enough employees. I mean, it started out because we didn't have an organizational meeting within the appropriate amount of time. That was the first issue. And then it, it transitioned to the administrator not responding quick enough. And then the administrator resigned. Oh, oh because there wasn't wanna... anything prior to that, right? That hadn't been addressed, right? Your personal conflict with the administrator? My personal conflict, okay. Well, you're in the administrator's personal conflict? I mean, how, how else should we address it? You swap cease and desist letters with your own private attorneys? I, I don't really I see how that's I relevant. I didn't send her a cease and desist letter. I didn't do that. So I, I'm, again, I'm curious, what are the issues you like? What are some of the big problems that you feel that are going on? I mean, because everything else has just been creating more problems from my perspective. Well, I was asking about the infrastructure committee. I was asking about the 40% water loss that has gone on for so long and what, what's been done, what, you know, what process. Uh, as far as the infrastructure, I wanted to know what power the city council had to um, Create a committee that's run by the mayor pro tem, and uh, as I said, recommending huge amounts of, of expenditures. Um, so we address those. How the tonight. committee was created tonight? Is okay, that, check I'm, that I'm, off your list. I, please, I put in my list. I paid today for half of the infrastructure. Please provide the infrastructure information, and then we will go from there. You have you have all you have all five of them. It keeps getting delayed, and I. Well, I think there was a request to a response from FOIA, and then you didn't respond to that. You can't just. There was a request to what? There was you submitted a FOIA request. There was a uh, anticipated fee that was sent to you, which you did not respond to. So the city council. Well, I did not respond because it was forty five hundred dollars. Not and obligated then... to fulfill a FOIA request if they if they've asked for a deposit and the deposit hasn't been made. So if, you've, if you've withdrawn that and submitted a revised FOIA, then that needs to be done so that the city can respond to that accordingly. I, I did. I modified it, and then I and then I asked Kelda about the follow-up on it, and she said I had to redo them, so I redid them and asked for a requote because it was less time. I didn't ask for copies to be made and that kind of thing, and I didn't get a, a requote. Um, I didn't get the information, and so I reached out to the circuit court and I came today and paid for half of the infrastructure request. So. Okay, I still don't know how anything that you're going to get is going to be different than the answer that we gave this evening on how the committees are formed. And... Does that satisfy then once that is 
that is well, no, I, to I have, satisfy the outstanding issues that you have then or are there additional? I have I have five FOIAs that I, that I filed. So I'll reevaluate because $4,500 is a lot of uh, a lot of money and it just seems as if it's a deterrent. Um, but well, again, if there's an issue that you think council should discuss, I'd recommend putting it on request, send it to me. We'll put it on an agenda. If there's documentation that the city has in support of that discussion item, it can be provided without a FOIA request because it'll be something that council discusses. I know we brought, I brought this up before. And if there's an issue that you feel needs to be investigated, then this is the venue. This is the place that it's done at. But you don't ask the people who are doing it to be the investigators. That doesn't make sense. Well, I know you've already contacted the state police and they've declined to investigate uh, any of your allegations. So I'm I'm, I'm sorry, sure that who, was that was something that was it. given to me. I did not reach out. So okay. so the detective declined. That makes sense. I, okay. Another things. Um, Susie, uh, I know Jalen and I were able to secure 50 bike um, safety kits yes, from SEMCOG, and we haven't heard that been addressed. So, are, you want to say something about that? or? I've got them in my office. I got to put, I want to put them together in some sort of organization and put them out there on um, in the e newsletter and on Facebook and uh, the website saying, hey, we have. We have bike lights. They're awesome. I have some of my own from something else in there. They're, they're quite wonderful and bright. Like you're not going to miss anybody. So I do want to. I do want to get them out. I just haven't had time to okay. sort through them. Um, but they will be available for residents. I was trying to think of a good way to to put a diverse array. There's like there's ones that you, there's like reflective ones that you can put on your arm. There's like little keychain ones. There's a whole bunch of different. Um, There's a whole bunch of lights and flashers, and so I, I just want to put, put them together. But um, just curious if there was uh, Scott, if there was any, uh, if we're you're able to follow up at all on, on uh, Mr. Nordmo's request about the kind of the mesh pattern on the service drive over by eleven and wait with so any he, idea? He, he sent me another email back for I got not to reach back out. Okay. Um, and have we have we followed up with? Um, uh, American Tower and Tower Point to let them know what we decided because I know I've gotten a couple calls from Tower Point. I haven't I haven't responded to any of them, but I, I that email is probably stuck in my dress, so I'll get that. I'll get that. Okay, that way they'll stop calling me. Um, and then I guess question for you because uh, I just couldn't. I know you know it sounds like you and Elaine have talked a little bit, but I, yeah, I, I put your microphone back on, please. My, my microphone oh, on. Right oh, oh. Um, I've had a couple uh, RAC members reach out and want to know when the next meeting was going to be. So it sounds like you guys are talking. Have you guys tried to schedule a date or anything? Or? Well, that's why I asked when she was going on vacation. Just, they would need to be in it. Okay. Susie and she, um, the new employee. We don't need to be in it. I, I, like I told well, you my email Elaine a couple request. weeks ago. That was her request. Okay. Okay. So that's got? what I told her. I knew you were going. I wasn't sure the dates, okay. but I said we'll work around that. Okay. And I'm sure. And she's you're training her that's probably not a good week to do it this week probably not yeah <laughs> but no we'll, we'll talk about it. okay fine yep. i don't really have a and we need to get that list together because she gave me names that i didn't see on the list i got from everybody else okay so i want to make sure i have the right list 
She had Jalen on it. Jalen, do you know you're on the Recreation Committee? Yeah. Oh. I, I kind of forgot, but <laughs> I, I, I have a few <clears throat> committees I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. And then just the last thing, just from walking around the city the last three or four, or actually the last two weeks, it's great to see there's got tons of construction going on. The roads are being worked on. Um, the storm sewers are being cleaned. The fire hydrants are being replaced and, and the sidewalks are being replaced. Today, I walked down uh, Southfield Road for the first time without having to walk like this, staring down and worry about strange, tripping. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's good to see we're making progress and that's, you know, tax dollars at work and, you know, it's it's going to be a hectic summer of construction, but when we're done, it's going to be, things are going to be much improved and continue to improve as we go into year three, so. Anything else? All right, well, motion to adjourn. Second, let's remove the second. Have a good evening, everyone.